Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. You know, I don't think it comes off guard by any means. I think this is part of who they are and their identity and the way they play. Similar to a lot of Memphis teams. You know, just really, really passionate, play with a lot of force, play with, you know, assert themselves. And, and they, they stay physical. And, and that's that's something that the physicality of the game is something that we've seen all season from a lot of teams. So to surprise us now, I think that uh, there were times that we, we probably just focused on the game. So, uh, you know, the talking or the refs or anything like that, just lock back in on the job. And, you know, I think the talking, the headbutting, whatever. Mike Conley just locked back in. There he is looking ahead to game two tonight. PK, question of the day is up. How confident are you this thing gets even at 1 1? The big question tonight when the game tips off at 8 o'clock. It's all that matters. Find a way to win for sure. Yeah, I have a lot of confidence. I'm overflowing. I'm brimming. I'm beaming with confidence. Nice. Where wouldn't you be? Because the Grizzlies are good. Because Donovan Mitchell's going to be rusty and the team's going to be out of rhythm as he returns. Don't give me cause anything. Speak the language. Because. Because the night belongs to Jazz. Sing it. That'd be sweet. It's their time. Time to even it up at a game of peace before you head back to Memphis. Don't want to dig the same hole the Clippers are digging. Injury reports for the Utah Jazz currently has no one on it going into tonight's yeah, well, game. I, I, I wait for the one at 4 o'clock. Get the 4 o'clock update. So that's the one that matters. <laughs> we saw that uh, the other day. Mid-afternoon check-in. Yeah. They, they put out several. Well, really they put them out when they're necessary to be put out. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Griffin out of the right wing, hands back Harris. Steps into a three. It's good! And now he owns the record for most threes in a playoff half for the Nets. Harris with six of them. Great dish. Schroeder drew the attention. Finish yeah. it, AD. LeBron James, wide open for three. Yes, sir! Dodge across the line from right to left. Mavericks trying to play two for one. Luka off one foot from three. Oh, what a ridiculous shot. He was drifting to his left and just put it up because he was trying to play two for one. Highlights from three playoff games last night. Are you ready, PK, to see if the Clippers can get off the deck? They've dropped two games at home. Now they go down to Dallas, down 2-0, 127-121. Luka Doncic with 39 points to offset Kawhi Leonard's 41. But it was the defensive end for the Clippers, all the intensity of a, of a lunchtime pickup game. Really? Yeah, I thought the Clippers just waiting for him to dial in and for it to get intense, and it never happened. Their free throw defense was really good, though. Ha! Ah. Dallas was 13 to 24. They almost shot worse from the free throw line than they did at the three. 50, Weird. 53% from the three, 54% from the two, 
58 and a half overall from the floor. Took a long time to drop below 60%. time shooting. Mavericks were shooting 60% in that game late into the game. Cooled off a little and still got it finished at 58 and a half. You're going to win zero games. <laughs> when the other team shoots 58.5%. Yeah. And over 50 from three with the amount of threes that even the, except for the Spurs, the average team takes in the number of threes. There's no way you're going to win. That team had it going on big time, man. Obviously, Tim Hardaway. You know, Doncic to an extent, maybe you don't expect him to play that well and shoot that well. <clears throat> so you can say that. Porzingis at 20. I mean, he's capable of doing that. Uh, Hardaway jumped out at you with a 28, 6 of 8 from 3. Getting wide open shots. I mean, if you're the Clippers, you look at that and you say, okay, we're partly responsible, but they're they're partly responsible for great shooting. But if you're looking for positives, are they going to recreate that? I don't care that they're going to Dallas. I never get caught up in the venue. I get caught up in what happens in the venue, not where the game is played. But if they can shoot like that, they're going to win the series. But you can you can tell yourself and we can improve on this. Plus, they're probably, even if they had a bunch of wide open shots, not going to shoot that well. Lakers and the Suns, now a game apiece. Very little Chris Paul in the fourth quarter. Played two and a half oh. minutes sitting over there. Only 23 minutes in, in the, the game. In the second half, very little. Yeah. And the Lakers win 109-102. The Suns were in position there to battle down the stretch with about four or five minutes to go. They got stuck on the number 92. The Lakers got a lot of stops. Chris Paul was watching, and the Lakers finally yeah, I pulled away that, and win. I thought that end of the game, I thought it was 93, but maybe it, it was 93-92. You're right. Uh, I think that that's the precise time they yep. needed Chris Paul. Now, campaign as his backup, didn't play all that bad. He did not. But still, not having Chris Paul during that very, very time that the game was hanging in the balance because from that point on, it was virtually all Lakers. And they could do no wrong, and the Suns could get nothing going there. And I thought, man, this is this is exactly where Chris Paul could have helped. Maybe he doesn't make a difference, but I would have liked to have seen the opportunity. But Phoenix is cursed. I mean, they've had... So many things over the years, and I'm familiar with it, where things go wrong. Nash gets hip-checked, and Stoudemire and Dial take a step toward him, not toward the court, and boom, they're out for game six, and they lose and lose the series. and Just funky little things that have gone wrong for them. And Chris Paul, another injury at the worst time. LeBron James, 23 points, still didn't look like himself, but he was good enough. He hit a lot of threes for... Four of nine from threes. That was 12 of his 23 points right there. Picked his spots awesome. other than that, but they didn't need more. So I thought he looked awesome, man. I think this is who LeBron is. Maybe he's, this isn't himself. I don't, I don't know about that. I thought he looked great. Anthony Davis, 34 points, 18 of 21 at the free throw line. That's a boatload of free throws right there. James yeah. Harden thinks that's a lot of well, free throws. Yeah, it is, but uh, Booker was 17-17. If you look at the free throw disparity, there was one for the Lakers. Yeah, so. 31-30. Yeah. to 30. Uh, I, thought the, I thought the difference in the game was Schroeder. Well, he got to the hoop, got him some easy buckets. Yeah, 24. I just don't count on him scoring that much. Made up for Contavious Caldwell-Pope getting shut out in 31 minutes. Yeah, but that, who, who the hell is he? 
No yeah, offense still, to you. You still expect him to hit a few buckets. I don't know that I do. I don't expect starters to get shut out. He doesn't average zero points per game. They have to have a fifth guy out there. <laughs> he doesn't average zero points per game. I have no idea what he averages. Nets beat the Celtics 130-10. to Brooklyn up 2-0. It was ridiculously easy. They were up 20-25 in the first half and cruised to victory. Yeah, I was thinking about this. You know, a few years back, Ainge fleeced them, and the Nets were looking like they were going to suck for a decade, and the Celtics were just going to be recapturing the 60s, and here we are. The Celtics suck, and the Nets look like they're dominant. So you never know, pro sports, what's going to happen. Three years later, everything's different, right? Crazy. I mean, remember that time, and the Ainge was supposed to be all this and made all these moves and hasn't panned out, and obviously they've got injuries right now. Doubleheader tonight. Well, two Eastern games early, and then the third game will be the Jazz. Uh, NBA TV has the Wizards and Sixers at 5, and the Hawks and Knicks at 5.30 on TNT. And then it's the Jazz in the late game. Mavericks forward Kristaps Porzingis fined 50 grand for violating the rule prohibiting players from going into bars, clubs, lounges, or similar establishments after he attended a club on Sunday. Ah, the Tata Bar. Come on. These guys are NBA guys. What are they supposed to do? Turns out there was a 50 grand cover fee. Yeah, he'll pay it. He said he briefly went there. What was it? Were they ugly? I don't know. <laughs> nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm not supposed to be here. This is going to cost me 50 grand. It just dawned on him? I was there for several hours, but I'll call it briefly and try to make it sound uh, not quite so bad. 20 minutes tops. Yeah, this is like all these politicians. Is you can't do this or that, and then video surfaces of them out there doing this or that. Rules for thee, but not for me. <laughs> Brother. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I think Jordan is definitely, you can tell he put some work in in this offseason on his own. I think the ball is really jumping out of his hands well right now. And, you know, it's day two of OTAs, and all we've really done is thrown routes on air. We had some seven-on-seven, but you guys could see that the team periods, they're not full speed. So we're excited about just some of the progress we've seen with him, but certainly there's there's a long way to go there. That's Packers coach Matt LaFleur talking about the former Utah State Aggie Jordan Love, who's getting all the important reps, PK, if there are important reps in OTAs. What's the OTAs? When is just spring practice? Yeah, Can we call organized it what it is? team activities? Spring practice. Can, can call it what it is. OTAs? I assume that comes out of the labor but, agreement. But you don't have yeah. to yeah. participate in that. Spring and, practice. And Aaron Rodgers hey. is not participating. <laughs> It's too bad you don't like jargon, because there's a lot of jargon in this world. OTAs, that's some classic jargon right there. Uh, Spring practice. NFL announced the teams will be permitted to host fans at training camps this summer, subject to state and local guidelines. Had doors closed during the pandemic last summer, but now they're going to open it up. All but two teams have permission. The Colts and the Broncos don't have permission yet. But they may get it. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. He drills the ball right center field and it is gone! 
one. He has done it again. And he is all alone atop the Major League home run leaderboard right now. Number 16 for Flatty. And it's two to nothing Blue Jays. The pitch from Corbin Burns. And it is taken outside. Kim trying to go to second. He does. Throw back home. Is wide and not in time. They pull off the double steal. And Caratini comes home as the Padres take a one nothing lead. Joey Otani with his 15th home run of the year. And the Angels beat the Rangers 11-5. Clayton Kershaw back to Houston PK. Picks up win number 7. now. Dodgers all over the Astros 9-2. Keep a pace with the Padres who are all over the Brewers 7-1. Yeah, it's very impressive what the Dodgers are doing. You know, they've they've got a lot of injuries in their lineup. They got, I can argue, uh, three starters out easily, and still they slumped a little bit, but now they're back. And Kershaw was dominant. I was watching a good portion of that game because the Celtics and was a bad game. Yeah, yeah was, but I flipped over and it was already out of hand. Did you get there before it got out of hand? Baseball? Yeah, yeah. Now when I flipped over, it was first inning. It was. Toast. And then flip over earlier. Guess I should have. <laughs> heard Shohei Otani hit 15. You also heard Vlad Guerrero Jr. hit number 16. So, who's going to lead the majors in homers, PK? Those two guys are rolling. They got it going. They certainly do. Bizarro matchup of the night. How often do high school teammates pitch against each other in the big leagues? Lucas Giolito beat Jack Flaherty. And they both went to Harvard Westlake High. Yeah, I think that's where the uh, the Collins brothers went. Mm-hmm. Maybe they went to Crossroads. It's over there in the Santa Monica area, and there are two private schools. And that that particular school that you just said has been good in baseball for a good long time. They were good when I was there. Cleveland Indians put starter Zach Plesic on the injured list because of a non-displaced fracture of his right thumb. 26-year-old suffered the injury while rather aggressively ripping off his shirt, caught his thumb on a chair in the locker room, according to Terry Francona. Well, sometimes I go animal style. I just rip them off. Is that more bizarre than uh, playing video games? Had a video game injury earlier this year. I don't know. I don't know how you would get injured on that. I guess I don't know how you get injured getting naked either. Bryce Harper's injured. He's on the 10-day injured list with a bruised left forearm. He'd missed two games with the injuries in an 0-for-16 slump. Maybe he'll be able to sit. Hit reset during this time off. Well, he doesn't get injured when he hits it. Bees blank the Las Vegas Aviators. 12-zip their fourth straight win. In the series finale, Bees will open a home series against the Round Rock Express tomorrow night at 6.30. Ready to have fans at the ballpark, PK? Expected a big crowd for that one, I think. They are? Aren't they opening it up for everybody? Sure, but I mean, it's going to be a capacity. Really? Weather's supposed to be good? People are flooding in, huh? Where'd you hear that? We want sports back. Every time something gets opened up, it seems like it's a big crowd. Oh, so you made it up. Pent-up demand. Okay. I didn't know if they were having fireworks or something. 
what have you. Don't know the fireworks schedule either way. We'll see. I'll be I'll be eagerly listening and watching the uh, attendance tomorrow. But they are home, and the stadium's supposed to be opened up, and it's a Memorial Day weekend. So you want to get out to the ballpark early, you can. They'll be home all Memorial Day weekend. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Tim Lacombe, Jazz Radio Studio Analyst, joins at 8.30. Look ahead to Game 3 tonight. Dan Feldman, NBA writer for NBC Sports. Pro Basketball Talk will be here at 9 o'clock. Question of the day. Your level of confidence in the Jazz. Trying to tie the series up 1-1 tonight. We'll get to it next. Stay with us. Number one. Because your number one preset. The Zone Sports Network is Utah's number one choice for sports radio in Utah. From DJ and PK to Hanson Scotty and the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, the Zone continues to dominate the competition. Thank you to all of you that continue to make the Zone Sports Network Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports station. Your home for the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about is right here. 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hot Takes of Toast brought to you by Jerry Signer Cadillac. Check out the bold new lineup at Jerry Signer Cadillac. It's definitely not your grandpa's Cadillac. No, it ain't. Question of the day, how confident are you this thing gets evened up at 1-1? Even it up, baby. That is the whole goal. That is the only goal. Even it up. Gwen is 200% confident with three exclamation points. It's going to be a totally different ball game. Crank it up as we even it up. Even it up. You know where I'm going with this? No. Playing some mean air guitar over there, though. Bite your lower lip, man. It's the way you do it when you rock. And it please you. Ain't that what you said? Now hold on here just a minute. You seem so alone. I guess I was easily let. Oh. Love that it went to you know this is kind of the jazz a little bit you know this year but you know what they're gonna do even it up right now come on when right now one more time yeah they're gonna even it up I got Ann and Nancy backing me up. Hall of freaking famers. Let's hear it for heart. <laughs> Come on and even it. Even it up. Yeah. Brian's on board. He says he can't see him losing. If they do something is seriously wrong. With the world. Yes. And the league. And life the only way they lose if they get screwed out of it they will even it up that's my theme for today come on even it up and they're going even it up Aaron says choking in the Utah Jazz are synonymous 
One and the same, if you will. Aaron does not believe. Eh, I would say New Orleans Jazz, but I don't know about Utah Jazz. (laughs) Why would he say that? He doesn't like the Jazz, and he wants to hurt people's feelings. Or because the Jazz have gone out in the first round two years in a row. Or because he used to live in Los Angeles and he roots for the Lakers and he's sick of dealing with all these jazz fans in Utah. Well, then go the hell home. <laughs> <laughs> and stay out. If it was so great, you'd be there. So shut up. Turns out he actually grew up in Washington. He went to Prosser High School. Check the profile there. Well, then go back there. <laughs> and Hart is from Seattle, and they're telling us they're going to even it up. Scott says, I'm 100% sure. No doubt about it. it. This game, this series doesn't go more than six. Five is still my bet. Five, right. five seems a little optimistic and dismissive yeah. of the Grizzlies. This is not a bad team. Oh, not at all, no. This no. is a good team. I've been this saying it for weeks. Western Conference, I think they're legit nine deep. And they were the one who got through and got to the eighth seed. There's nothing easy about going in and beating the Warriors. You're a good team. The win total all year tells you that. No. But sure. the Jazz are better. Yeah, I expected it to be a series. I didn't think it was going to be a walkthrough. It's really no surprise. Do you think it was six when it started? I don't know. See, you can be four and have it be a great series. You have four nail biters. Or what What do you got, elbow biters or something? You're kind of hypochondriac. Knuckle there. biters. Knuckle biter. Yeah. Nails are gone, dude. You're right down to the knuckles. Yeah. I admire you, man. You, you, You've you worn just, right through those feet. You stick to something and it ain't going, man. I'm, you're probably going to bring over the turn up the turnovers here any second now and how you were right. And I was going to save that for the 8 a.m. Three hour. weeks ago. <laughs> Take it to the grave. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so I, I can't tell you the number of games, but I expected a hard, ser- hard-fought series. And as I say, you could have four and have them, all of them be real tough. And uh, somebody makes a play here and there. So the, the amount of games in the series, obviously the longer it goes, it can dictate the competitive nature. But at the same time, you could have a long series and have three or four blowouts. It would be unusual, but... You can have that. So I was looking at the intensity of the series and that it wasn't going to be a cakewalk, that they weren't going to just breeze through. You know, they're, so far, they're not breezing through. Uh, and now we'll see with uh, Mitchell back. Uh, he Obviously, he's a difference maker. So I was expecting a hard-fought series, and it's to no surprise. You know, the, the one big surprise to me, two big surprises, the Jazz couldn't buy three, and Dylan Brooks was awesome. Other than that... John Morant, I mean, I just saw him do the very same thing against the Warriors. The very prior game he played, he did the exact same thing. Kid's a player. We all agree on that. Valanciunas has been in the league now for a number of years, and he's a mountain man. He's huge. So A mountain man or a mountain of a man? I said mountain man. I don't know, but if you want, whatever you want. Uh, But he's got skill. He can hurt you. Especially he gets the ball in position. It's real tough for Rudy to do much when he gets the ball right in front of the bucket and just shields his Gobert with his body because that 
is a large body, and he's got a nice touch. And they say, you know, we're mostly made up of water, so that would make him a large body of water. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there was one more for him to go to. It was something about the Great Salt Lake. I, I thought I, he was I going. Was I was there's, waiting there's for him. There's one more. He didn't want to go there. He has no connection to here. He pushed it a little bit. It's not Dwayne show. Wade. He's not a Utahn. <laughs> <laughs> Playing golf. Golf at Riverside. They didn't even ask me. Club. Come on, man. Should we shoot Ryan a text Jeez. and say, hey, when's our invite coming? Yeah. I, mean, I, I have been pumping the state of Utah a long time on this air. And I've been saying for the Jazz, I don't want to hear it. That's a bunch of crap that guys aren't going to want to come here. I've been saying that for a long time. Dennis Lindsay has been on record as saying he and I but, are going to change that perception. But that perception teammates, is so freaking ridiculous. But your teammates with Dennis Lindsay on that, Dennis told us that on the air. Correct. He came on the zone and said, Yes. PK and I, I, I are going to change that. Yes. And I really believe it. I've been pumping that for years well, because maybe, I think it's absolutely true. Maybe D. Wade views you as Dennis's teammate, so he didn't have you on his team. That doesn't make any sense. We're all on the same team, brother. Can only have four. This is in L.A. No fivesomes. Oh, then we can have ten groups of four. That equals forty. Tournament. I didn't Bring say it on. I needed to play in the very foursome with Dwayne Wade. <laughs> Just got to get on the course. <laughs> yes. Huh? Okay. Well, now, in fact, I'm... it could have been hours later. I don't care. <laughs> I need to be just in shouting distance. Yeah. He could have been in the car driving wherever he was I'll driving. I'll drive I don't in care. when you're driving out. Yeah, fine. Just invite me to play. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I want to play golf is what we're getting at. Yeah. One time I got invited to play Riverside. And I got there early. And, you know, that's a private place. Uh-huh. And so I got there early. I must have been doing something work-related with BYU or whatnot. So I get there early, and I thought, man, I don't want to be conspicuous, right? So I go over, way over to the right, by the... Uh, On the driving range? Uh, no, the driving range is off to the left. Okay. Uh, it's back. Okay, so you're not even going to the range. You are, no, 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 no. You're being conspicuous. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I, you were early, so you are just going to hit balls in the range. No, I, I got there so early that I... I I just did, yeah. I, I just wanted to stay out of the way. It's over by uh, the uh, the uh, I don't want to say clubhouse, but the the whole facility that is not the pro shop, the banquet room and all that stuff, whatever you'd call it. Uh, so I'm over there. And <laughs> the pro sees me. PK over loudspeaker. If you've like you want to hit balls, I know you're here early. Just come on over. I'll give you some balls. <laughs> Embarrassing. Thank you. <laughs> so embarrassing. You know me when I get out in public, right? I oh, like to gosh. just blend in. This would be horrifying for public PK. <laughs> just horrifying. Not me, see, because there's a bunch of people around, and and I'm just, I thought, I just wait, sit over in the shade. There was a bench over there. I'll just wait. And he calls me, and uh, I'm like, oh, shucks. So. I go over there and... Did uh, you say shucks? Yeah. If I had told this story and said shucks, you'd have been all over the Sniggledorfs. That's not how you talk off the air. Well, that's the way I talk off the air. Oh, okay. That's not the way you talk. I, that truth has just been said by both of us. <laughs> yes. oh, poser. Yes. You poser. Exactly. Oh, shucks. We, we both, I said to myself, shucks. I'm trying to maintain a, shucks, low, a low profile here. And I got outed. Over the loudspeaker, no <laughs> yeah. less. Yeah. Attention, Mr. Kinnan. Yeah. People look around like, what? 
Yeah. And then one other time I was there on the uh, ninth tee, and uh, I heard uh, on the first tee, next up, the Joiner single was a Wally. And he got up there and blasted one. I played there several times. Another time when I was on the ninth green, walking off the 18th, was your man. I simply call him the undefeated one. The undefeated one. Yes. The undefeated one. Robert J. Bosco. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. Is that in the 1984. <laughs> I love Robbie, but isn't that the day that ends in Y with him out there? <laughs> yeah, he's a heck of a golf. He was there with a Fowler and a couple other guys. They were walking off uh, 18, as, and the, the greens are side by side, separated by card path, basically. And uh, so I was. Uh, I went over to them, and they were they were just finishing up playing. Uh, it's a beautiful place for sure, uh, absolutely. And Dwayne Wade was playing it there yesterday, and and uh, he's going to spread the word, and that's great. I've been spreading it now for years because I really, really believe it. I really, honestly believe that that's a bunch of crap, and you get players to uh, see what this is about in their process, and they're going to flock to it. As Ryan Smith says, this is only the beginning. And I believe it. Now they got it. That's all well and good, but they still got to win tonight. Care to take a shot at the point spread tonight? See how much Vegas I mean, believes. I have no idea basketball point spreads. I and never they are much crazier than football. And we've been over how much a game can shift. I I would say the four or five points, but I don't have any nine. Yeah, I don't have any. Just but that goes to the level of confidence. Way. You if you win by nine, you didn't. You weren't yeah. lucking out in the last Other thirty seconds. <laughs> nice, Gary Croton. <laughs> a lot of BYU football references all of a sudden. Speaking of two, the Knicks are a two-point favorite over the Hawks. Well, when, when you say win by nine, nine. there's only one. Not by two. Well, they win by nine, they win by That's, two. Uh, what is that now? Is that a, uh, what, 17, 18-year-old quote? Something like that. No. That was the week after the Stanford game when Stanford was held to its record low passing, 25 yards, and uh, the Cougars could have run the ball and, and probably run and out the clock yeah, and punted, made made Stanford go a whole length of the field instead. A young John Beck, if I remember correctly, very young, maybe even a freshman, uh, throws a pick, and Stanford wins the game. And then on Monday, old Gary said, I'd rather it was trying to win by nine, not by two. And Bojack and Monson were doing the show, and I think I uh, texted somebody. I said, I got a soundbite for you. <laughs> And that, that blew up. I, I mean, I felt bad for Gary because he was trying to say, I'm trying to be aggressive, the aggressive mindset to uh, have our team think that way. I think that was the message he was trying to send. But the words he used, uh, the fan base at that point didn't want to hear it. They just wanted to win the ball game. Like Gary Patterson used to talk to him. What's your, what are you looking for? Win by one. That's all he would ever say. Win by one. <laughs> that's all I want. <laughs> and really, that's all that matters. And that's what matters tonight. I mean, the point spread can be whatever it is, but win by one. And and so I don't. That the point I'm making by saying win by one, I don't need the Jazz to go out and throttle these guys to somehow say, okay, we're sending a bigger message. I I suppose you can say that in the short term, if you go out and win by 15, 20 points. 
and it's not much of a game. You're in control, although I, this is the NBA. It's hard for me to imagine a team is going to be in control for the entire 48 minutes, but a good portion, let's just say the second half, you're in control of this. I suppose you can say, well, that means that you know, but Sunday was a little bit of a fluke with Mitchell. We caught off guard, blah, blah, blah. We didn't make shots, and so now, I mean, we really got him. That's fine. That's a nice theory you can say, but when it comes time for Saturday night, how much does that mean? Now, we're getting ahead of ourselves because they haven't done that yet. But even if they do that, my point is just win by one. And if you win by one, the series is 1-1, and you got to find a way to go win at least a singular ball game in Memphis over the holiday weekend. I would think Jazz fans wouldn't want it to be too easy and give the team some false confidence going into the weekend. Yeah, see, I don't, don't you still want to have an edge? You want to have an edge? I think they're going to have an edge. Either the Jazz... And these young guys, and they talk about it, how this generation is always on Instagram and TikTok mm-hmm. and Twitter. Twitter seems like an old folks, fogies thing now. Uh, if you really want to find out what's going on in people's lives, it's all about IG and DMing on IG, uh, on Insta and all that stuff. So uh, all that's available for them. Th- this team has... N- I can't imagine that they this team has ever been that disrespected as a franchise given when they've had this quality of a team and back it up with this many wins. So I don't know that they need to go looking anymore for an edge because it seems like virtually everybody and their dog outside of this market thinks they're going down anyway. So Joe... In, in 45 minutes, Joe will be driving his kid to school if, they, if school's not out. And all we got to do is say it. And he probably already knows it. I know he listens a little bit. And, and I know some of the other guys listen. And they know full well. You're already disrespected. So you need more. How much of an edge is enough of an edge? Whatever it takes to win this series in five or six. I think it, play, I th- I think it takes outstanding play. Because it's not going to be easy, but at the same time, Monty Williams has a thing, a uh, guy, the uh, son's coach, very, very deep, and he has a lot of philosophies, and he's saying, do you ever notice that something that you want really bad, and I'm paraphrasing, something that you want really bad is always stationed on the other side of hard? <laughs> yeah, I have noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's because we're about Monty's age. <laughs> I don't know if I'd noticed that when I was a player's age when he's dropping it on NBA players. Yeah, but I I see I think they I think they can get that. And that's a that's something that I think younger. I think by the time you get to the NBA, mm-hmm. I think you know it. Younger, the old uh the 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 what's his face? Uh, the AAU high school no, college or maybe coach, you don't have it. Basketball coach uh, George fo- Carl football, football, football. Uh Pete Carroll. Chris no, Peterson. Chris Peterson. Okay. You know the uh <laughs> The dumbest group in America yeah. is males age 18 to 22. Drop that at a Pac-12 media day on our air with you. Busted up. <laughs> Everybody started Busted laughing. up. Yeah. The tone in his voice, yeah. he had specific stories we wanted to know that he yeah. wasn't going to share. Right. But he gave us the big picture. Right. I've been dealing with some headaches here. Right. And he said that. And so I think it's more of a younger. I think these guys now. They've they, had to clear a couple hurdles to get to the yeah, NBA. I, yeah. I think they get that. Really, to accomplish what you want, it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy because you've got a veteran team, plus you got a guy like Mitchell who is born to play this game and has a historical 
perspective of this game. So he knows about all the stars and their struggles and all that. So he gets it. So I think they're fully aware that it's going to be hard. And I think they're going to have laser focus from here on out. Well, I'm expecting it tonight and then uh, worry about games three and four when we get to Saturday and Monday. But expecting it tonight, and that's one of the reasons I expect them to win tonight and even this up 1-1. I would think a focused, slightly angry jazz team that's got an edge to it. And I think that combination is usually really good. Well, it's really good for lots of teams and lots of sports, but it's certainly really good for this jazz team tonight. All right, we got more of you weighing in on uh, Twitter. Some of us are hitting us up on uh, Facebook here. We will get to that next. Tim LaCombe's here at 8.30. Stay with us. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. David Locke joining us. So when Donovan Mitchell comes back, Dylan Brooks will probably get that assignment. How does that affect the ability of other guys to create some opportunities for themselves? I think that opens up everything. Like, I just don't think he could take Joe Ingles out of the game the same way if Donovan Mitchell's on the floor because he can't guard both of them. And frankly, Donovan torched Dylan Brooks during the regular season, statistically at least. But Donovan being absent from that game changed everything. I think both psychologically what the players went through in the six hours before tip-off was certainly different than what they anticipated. And then we just had guys who had bad nights. You go through four days of preparation thinking you're doing one thing and then you get a surprise Woj bomb, I'm sure it knocks you off your kilter a little. But that didn't help any. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. ARUP needs your help. Donating blood before a long weekend is critical. Please donate blood over the Memorial Day weekend. Call to make an appointment today at 801-584-5272 or online at utahblood.org. ARUP needs the Zones listeners to step up and donate today. ARUP, 801-584-5272. Absolutely. Get down with ARUP. Do you know me? PK, we're going to give anything away in the 8 o'clock hour? Yeah, your fortune. And? Jazz tickets. More importantly? Your fortune. Not? I know, you're so tight. Does Jeez. it come with a moat? Man, could you buy me a meal just once? Moat's real expensive, man. <laughs> well, I know, I, you Most imported salt water to make you feel like you're at home. That was awesome. The albino alligators, come on. Got salt water crocs, man, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you got your Crocs. This whole thing's a Croc. <laughs> Jazz tickets coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Nice! For what game, pray tell? Tonight. All right! Game, 8 o'clock. In which they will even it up. Yeah, see, we didn't want to give away for Sunday. We thought they might lose. But here tonight, I mean, nobody wants to walk out of the arena and your team lost in a playoff game. That's the ultimate downer, right? Yuck. So we're, we're waited until we know that they're going to win. That is the question of the day. What is your confidence level? We have people tweeting at us. Uh, we got uh, Superman Christopher Reed. Super the GIF. Christopher Reeves tweeted at us, or when did <clears throat> Facebook? Dad Kurt us? Garfield tweeted a Superman GIF at us of Christopher Chris, Reed. Of Christopher Reed, yes. Has uh, he passed? You know, yeah. he, he had I that, he so. did, that yeah, awful accident. Did. Yeah, I think he did. Neil Patrick Harris from How I Met Your Mother giving himself a self-five. Gecko Kakoda there is just really sure it's going to happen. Jill sends this Donovan Mitchell sitting on the bench, thumbs up, pointing at the court, smiling, trying to 
Suppress the giggle. Brandon Jensen sends us a gif of Snoop Dogg dancing. Little caption says, we got this, and Snoop's raising a glass of champagne while he dances. I'd be we bleeping got this. Uh, not in this gif. No, I know. But well, possibly, but, but yes. But his song, we bleeping got this? Oh, man. I play it all the time. Jeff says, I'm a jazz fan. Me too. Have been my whole life. Me too. It's over. Bring in the bulldozers. O-V-A. Ova. <gasps> he went with E-R. Well, when we're done with this, the Grizzlies are going to need the ER. Cat dramatic. <laughs> RJ, how confident are you this thing gets even at 1 1? Gives us just four letters V R Y. V that's three letters. V E oh. R Y. What part no, are you not listening? You said V R Y. <laughs> no. What part are you not listening? V-E. Chump. Chump. <laughs> I was like V R Y. You said V R Y. Ah, well, in my brain, I said V E R Y. This is that Simpsons thing. I ran the V and the E together. S M R T. S M R T. Four simple letters. V R Y. What? I said counted them with my fingers. Oh, wait a second here. My thought exactly like one, <laughs> two, three. Where's number four? Murray. Ran the V and the E together there. Modern. Modern. See what I put up with people? And I just do it so joyfully. That's what we've noticed. I'm an All the joy. Teammate, man. Morning after morning of nothing but joy. Yeah. Jack says the Jazz are going to give Memphis a swift kick in the pants. Oh, what are they going to be? Anthony Davis to Jay Crowder? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> that looked like it hurt. I know. He's down, and they, 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 they take, what do you need to look at? It was unintentional. I don't care if it was unintentional. You can't kick I mean, there's guy plenty there. of fouls that aren't intentional that happen yep. during a game. Yep. So who cares, man? I mean, gosh, you can't be doing that, whether it's intentional or not. The man was in obvious pain, and he's a tough guy. There's nobody tough enough to handle that. No, from a, I can imagine, the leverage of a seven-footer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, holy cow, man. I'm surprised they didn't throw him out of the game. You can't do that. Then Jerry Green took the Twitter. Wait a second, I did that. And Reggie <laughs> right. Miller said it was on purpose in here. It's not blah, 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 blah. And I, I agree with him. And seem like uh, anything close to a basketball play, you you flick your legs out like that that much, and he and I would have rescinded the foul. Hector says this series is going to be one one. Don't ask me how I know. And he's got Vince McMahon coming out strutting in the gray suit. Oh yeah, we've all seen that. Yeah, one. that gift's been out there a million times. Yeah. That walk. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of goofy. Oh, well. Kind of confident. He, he's he's like, selling it, he's I know. He's the Don King of that genre. Yeah. And good for him. It's all about making cash. And he's cashing and, in. And he's made it, so you know, I appreciate He's got to do some more of it so he can set up XFL 3. Whatever. It's, none of that stuff is going to make it if you try to pretend you're going to be anything close to a developmental league or, or competing with the NFL. But hope they good luck to you. All right, when we come back, we got to give away some jazz tickets. Stay with us. DJ and PK, we got Tim McComb coming up at 8.30. Dan Feldman, NBA writer 
for NBC Sports Pro Basketball Talk at 9 o'clock. Stay with us.